This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Hey, welcome to the first week of February, and uh, we should probably start with some upkeep from stories that we've been covering since this year got started. And no, we're not going to talk about game stonks. Uh, I mean, look, the latest news is it's not doing so good. Not stonks. Yeah, um, but let's start off with an update on MyPillow CEO and ardent Trump supporter Mike Lindell who to this day still believes that Trump won that presidency and for some reason is willing to bet his entire pillow empire on that lie. So, uh, folks, we called it. Mm -hmm. We often do. If you remember just a few short episodes ago, we spoke about how Mike Lindell had his Twitter account permanently suspended because he just kept on posting verifiably false information regarding what he described as a stolen and fraudulent election, which put him in violation of Twitter's civic integrity policy. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we have an update for you that we predicted well in advance of reality. Mike Lindell commandeered the official MyPillow Twitter account and started posting all of his insane conspiracy theory bullshit over there until it too was taken down for violating Twitter's policies. So the tweets in question went up over the past few days and included one tweet with just a link to the official Mike Lindell website where he is free to post whatever the hell he wants. That's right. And then there was one tweet promoting a live stream with Lindell where he would be specifically talking about election fraud. Okay, kind of kind of breaking the rules there a little I bit. I didn't recognize the website. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't even like DLive or <laughs> BitChute or any of those. No. Uh, there was another tweet that stated, quote, this was the post Jack was upset about when he canceled at real Mike Lindell. Jack, I know you were tied into the election fraud. You are so afraid of being found out. So many are looking forward to you being brought to justice. Don't you know? Okay, so, um, I mean, aside from my voice doing it in the Could have been any voice, Wisconsinite. Yeah, it, there's still some plausible deniability there. Maybe it wasn't actually Mike Lindell posting these tweets. Because if it were, the account could have been immediately shut down. Because if you're banned from Twitter, you also can't just start new accounts or operate other accounts. Yeah. That itself would be its own bannable offense. It's ban evasion, and Donald Trump tried it very recently. <laughs> it did not work out ended up, for him. Ended up taking down a few other accounts with him. Or the other accounts, yeah, because yeah. they all got banned. But hold on, because the next tweet went ahead and just deployed the same tactics that got the people who stormed the Capitol to face charges. Uh, Mike Lindell literally offered up that he was the one responsible for the tweets. Yeah. He said, thank you to everyone who has supported MyPillow during this time. Jack Dorsey is trying to cancel me. Mike Lindell, out. <laughs> we are extremely busy and hiring as fast as we can to handle all the shipping. Jack will be found out and should be put in prison when all is revealed. Me, Mike Lindell. <laughs> Mike Lindell here. This is, the, this is the pillow man speaking. <laughs> this is hilarious. Uh, so according to multiple outlets who received confirmation from Twitter, the account wasn't banned because of the election fraud tweets. I mean, they probably would have eventually gotten around to it. It was banned specifically because it violated their ban evasion policy. Mike Lindell's a fucking idiot. He, he, he tweeted that Jack Dorsey was trying to cancel me, Mike Lindell, the person <laughs> yeah. who was banned, but tweeting this out publicly from my company's account. This is Mike, by the way. Yeah, here's a video of me doing it. That Yeah, that's what got him in trouble. I also think it's funny that, like, in within that tweet, it appears as though my pillow is behind on fulfilling some orders and shipments. Uh, please, don't cancel your orders. We are hiring as quickly as possible to yeah. get these. Like, there might be some... Uh, and dare I say, probably is something going on behind the scenes there uh, with some fulfillment uh, obligations that maybe they're not able to fill because of, I don't know, many reasons. I mean, it, the, 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 the fucking CEO flew the coop. Yeah, he's, I, it, I'd be pretty hard to run a large international pillow company and also shitpost for the president, ex-president, all day long. 
So yeah, what a cell phone. I mean, literally telling on yourself the the way that a lot of conservatives have done recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It should come as no surprise. We have to nominate this dude to the Rake Stepping Hall of Fame. But wait, there's more. You didn't think getting deplatformed twice in one week was going to stop a man who beat a crack cocaine addiction, found Jesus, and is seemingly in love with Donald Trump, right? Well, you're damn right it didn't, because in the wake of all this latest drama, Lindell retreated to what he assumed would be the safest platform to spew his nonsense about election fraud, Newsmax. <laughs> now, for the unaware, Newsmax, it's, it's akin to the other favorite media outlet for QAnon and Trump supporters, One American News. It's like an extreme right news yeah. organization. Like for people who like Fox News, too liberal for them. Yes. Uh, it was also being promoted as a more Trumpian alternative to Fox News over the past year or so as Donald Trump himself started to feel slighted by Fox for not supporting his more extreme viewpoints. And Lou Dobbs lies. is a rhino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, basically a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Lindell made an appearance on Newsmax this week and uh, it turns out Mike Lindell is apparently too crazy even for Newsmax because as he started repeating the disproven statements regarding election fraud and more specifically Dominion voting systems, the host started to talk over him, divert attention, correct what he was saying, and just try to suck the air out of the interview so that he couldn't keep running his mouth about all this nonsense. Getting shushed sucks, but getting shushed by people you thought were your friends really hurts. Embarrassing. Oh, not cool. They're lucky I'm sitting, I'm sleeping on a pillow right now because that stabbing in the back really hurts. Yeah. But yeah, it's certainly they didn't shush him because they disagree with the narrative that the election was somehow stolen from Donald Trump. Uh, They knew Lindell would be talking about that exact problem and would be feeding their brain dead audience with empty reassurances of a stolen election. Uh, But they shushed him. They silenced him. They deplatformed him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Almost certainly because he said the no-no word, Dominion. Yeah. If you don't remember, Dominion Voting Systems is currently suing or sending out cease and desist notices to anyone and everyone that calls their integrity into question because it's kind of important for their entire business model that their voting machines are safe and secure. And uh, yeah. That that the entire nation relies on them for democracy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. They run a voting machine business. And if a bunch of people are out there telling millions of people that uh, they're corrupt and in the tank for Joe Biden and manipulating elections. It's bad news. Also, yeah. they've apparently been getting a lot of threats. <laughs> yeah, a lot of personal threats to their employees. And yeah. So like Dominion has famously sued Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, both of whom they sent a cease and desist to like months ago, yeah. saying, please stop or we'll sue you. They didn't, so they did. Um, they sent cease and desist letters to Mike Lindell. They're actively looking at outlets like Fox News, OAN, and yes, Newsmax for defamation. And like Fox... And Newsmax in this interview clearly have had like a a written sort of disclaimer that they pull out whenever yeah. things start to get a little too close to defamation. Yeah, nearly everyone who's been in the crosshairs of Dominion has at, at the very least stopped making specific false claims about their voting machines and has instead, like Rudy Giuliani, just said that they're trying to stifle free speech or something to that effect. Uh, OAN actually has been quietly deleting posts about Dominion for the past month or so, and Newsmax has stopped digging their hole even further. But Lindell, he's been a lone holdout on the whole ceasing and desisting thing. Uh, He's put himself and his stupid fucking pillow company on the hook for absolutely catastrophic financial penalties should he eventually be sued and lose. Still, The fact that he even started mentioning them while a guest on an outlet that might be getting sued by Dominion, that was way too much for them. Over the line, sir. Uh, So things got pretty chaotic when that time came. Uh, Here, just 
Check out the clip. Well, first, mine was taken down because we have all the election fraud with these Dominion machines. We have 100% proof. And then I, when they took it down um, uh, about my, three weeks my, ago, I, and then I put it back up, my personal, I put it. It was a Mike, thing about uh, thank you very much. Mike, Mike I, you're talking about machines uh, that, that we at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of uh, those kinds of allegations. We just want to let people know that there's nothing substantive that we've seen. And let me read you something there. While there were some clear evidence of some cases of vote fraud and election irregularities, the election results in every state were certified and Newsmax accepts the results as legal and final. The courts have also supported that view. So right. we so, wanted so to talk to you about place. canceling culture, if you will. We don't want to relitigate the, the, the uh, allegations that you're making, Mike, because we, we understand where you are. So let me ask you this. Do you think that this should be temporary because it appears to be permanent? Could you make an argument that it is temporary? What? I want to know what he's saying. The auto ducking feature completely silenced him. Yeah, probably had some real bangers. In I'll tell you. I'll tell you what though. Mike Lindell does not look like he's been getting a lot of sleep, which doesn't make sense because he making he makes supposedly the most comfortable pillow. They don't the let me bring my pillow into the hotel. <laughs> these, these terrible hotel pillows. They they have down feathers. What is this? The 1800s. You don't understand. This is my pillow, sir. Are you saying that that is a my pillow or that is your personal pillow? It's my pillow. pillow. So, uh, yeah, there's your Mike Lindell update. It's official. He's now part of this show's rogues gallery. Right up there with Martin Shkreli, Malachi Love Robinson, Steven Sempervivo, Elon Musk, and so many others. Mm -hmm. And now we have an update on another crazy conspiracy theorist whose lunacy also had a negative effect on people's lives recently, including his own. Yeah. Steven Brandenburg, the pharmacist from Wisconsin who was arrested for intentionally destroying hundreds of doses of coronavirus vaccines. Uh, turns out Surprise, this guy is a total fucking lunatic, yeah. a complete crank. Yeah, now according to the Daily Beast who acquired the FBI search warrant application on Brandenburg, Brandenburg's delusions went far beyond doubting the reality of the coronavirus. Not only did Brandenburg insist the microchipped vaccine would, quote, turn off people's birth control and make others infertile, he was convinced that the physical world around him was not what it seemed, a co-worker told investigators. Quote, some of the conspiracy theories Brandenburg told the co-worker about included the earth is flat, the sky is not real, rather it is a shield put up by the government to prevent individuals from seeing God, <laughs> and that judgment day is coming. Uh, the co-worker also told authorities that Brandenburg carried a 45 caliber handgun to work, uh, which he said he needed, quote, in case the military came to take him away, uh, and his, <laughs> his divorce paperwork, shocker, uh, it indicates that he was a doomsday prepper who, quote, stored bulk food and guns in multiple rental units, fearing that the government was planning attacks on the electrical grid and the nation's computer networks. That's, you just described exactly the type of guy I want handling my medications and my vaccines. Yeah. Sir, before you uh, give me my uh, Adderall, can I... How many guns are you carrying right <laughs> yeah. now? Is that a forty-five? Okay, cool. Uh, tell me about some crazy conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um... Maybe that guy's dipping into the supply. I, if this guy, he had access to these vaccines enough to destroy them, maybe, I mean, I, I've never been behind the counter of a, va a pharmacist's office. They got, some of them got to have like one microscope in there, maybe. <laughs> or he could have just taken one and gone to somewhere that had a microscope and looked at it to see the, whether there were microchips in it. Yeah, you'd uh, think that that would be something you'd be able to see, like, at least in a microscope. That would, that would be the, the quickest and easiest way to verify whether uh, all these things he believes are fucking bullshit or not.
Instead, he took the vials out back and shot them. Yeah. No, I think he just left them out because they go bad if they aren't frozen. Well, anyway, there you yeah. go. Doesn't really seem like the type of person you want working in a pharmacy or having access to life-saving drugs and vaccine. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely the case because this dude definitely destroyed those vaccines under the assumption that he was doing it to save people from the government who was trying to alter their DNA or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the jail time and potential fines seem to have brought him back to reality, though. Uh, he was quoted saying, My actions were inexcusable, and I deeply apologize for the harm I have caused. Uh, and he said he only really snapped because of his recent divorce and lack of sleep. Get this man on my pillow. Yeah. And also, keep an eye on Mike Lindell, because he doesn't look like he's been sleeping. Yeah. And I don't know if Get he's Mike Lindell a... on my pillow. Yeah, I don't know if Mike Lindell's gone through a divorce, but, uh, you know. He's got divorce energy. He does have divorced dad energy. Yeah. I miss my children. <laughs> you know, fathers need rights too. <laughs> oh, man. His, it's time for men to go their own way. <laughs> Mike Lindell looks like the, the big dude from uh, 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 Billy Madison. Not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. I believe that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore. Oh, the late Richard Keel. I know. I know. But he kind of looks like that. Uh, anyways, before we get into the second half of the show, it's time for a word from today's sponsor. Why don't you grab breakfast, Elliot, and bring it up to the table. Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Hey, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But, you know, we had to give it up because you start to realize that it's full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't be eating. I mean, we've been trying to cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food for a while now. Sometimes unsuccessfully. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's okay. And look. You basically, you just can't eat anything anymore. Uh, in, in swoops Magic Spoon to save the day. Yum. Mm-hmm. Oh. Get it in there. Magic Spoon tastes great. Has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. And it's also just 110 calories. Let's take a deep breath here, because Magic Spoon has a lot going for you. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. It tastes amazing. It's got flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter, plus other great flavors like cinnamon and blueberry. Feels too good to be true. And if you're keeping up with your New Year's resolutions but don't want to give up cereal, it's time to give Magic Spoon a shot. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. So click the link in the description below or head to magicspoon.com slash todaydaily to get some Magic Spoon cereal today. You can build your very own variety box and use our code todaydaily for $5 off. And you'll be able to choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, uh, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus some other new flavors, and they are awesome. It, that includes peanut butter and cinnamon. It's the first time that Magic Spoon has ever released this new option to build your very own custom box where you can build it however you want. So don't wait. Customize today. Click the link below and then enter the code TODAYDAILY for $5 off your order. Do it now. Do it now. Mm-hmm. All right, now back to the news with a very sad update on a fight that we were very much looking forward to watching clips of on Twitter <laughs> after it was over. Yeah, not paying for and it. And not while it was going on mm -hmm. on websites that aren't the official websites uh, using... Yeah. VPNs to break the law. We would never do that. Just watch the clips when uh, someone else takes the risks. So we're talking about Mayweather versus Paul. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul, to be exact. He finally got it right. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with his brother Jake Paul, his little brother, who uh, currently can't find anyone to fight him. Uh, not because they're intimidated by him, but because everyone that he's challenged actually still somewhat cares about their integrity, as well as the integrity of the sport. And they see it as, uh, you know, lowering themselves and... Uh, 
making a joke out of the thing they've dedicated their whole lives to. Yes. These YouTubers, they wanted to start boxing, so they trained for two years. I literally have been boxing since I was nine yeah. years old. But Floyd Mayweather, yeah, fuck it. I'll beat the shit out of this white boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, in case you're unaware, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather were supposed to go toe-to-toe in what would be the biggest waste of time and money boxing match in the history of sports. Uh, it's just an exhibition match, obviously. Uh, if he wanted to, Mayweather could make quick work of Paul, no problem. Or he could lose. It wouldn't fucking matter. He could bet on... Yeah. He could bet, he could bet his own money on Paul and then lose. He could. Because it's an exhibition match and it doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Uh, yeah. But both of them saw dollar signs and they agreed to get in the ring together in a match that was supposed to happen just a few short weeks from now on February 20th. Yeah. Oh, baby. I'm so excited. A nice, uh, happy sport to take up the time in between football and baseball and soccer. But hey, look. Everyone kind of just forgot about this. I haven't seen too much chatter online. I'm plugged in. People aren't talking about it. And also, uh, after every other Logan Paul and random YouTuber fight that has preceded this one, being it was mostly a waste of time, all those. So why would anyone care to actually pay for this clearly fixed exhibition match? Well, whatever the actual reason is, the Mayweather versus Paul fight has been postponed to an unknown date. Mm. We don't know. And honestly, who the hell knows if it's ever going to happen? I mean, Logan Paul's record is 0-1. and one after an initial draw against KSI. Mayweather is literally 50-0 and 0 with 27 knockouts. The only thing that people are paying for is to watch Mayweather knock out a YouTube celebrity. But since you can see that in clips posted seconds after it happens for free on Twitter or Reddit, who would pay for this? We honestly aren't, show, uh, aren't sure that this will ever actually happen. But hey, prove us wrong. You know who pays for it? The people who want clout on Twitter. Low gang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. People who want clout. That's true. I'll take the free retweets. Thank you. All right. Now let's talk about Hollywood. And no, this time we're not talking about actors and actresses or movie or TV shows. Woo! We're talking about that nearly 100-year-old gigantic advertisement that graces the top of Mount Lee in Los Angeles. The Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be temporary. It was literally just, hey, we're building houses here. Come it's a, move here. It was a, yeah, real estate sign. Uh, and for some reason, it's become the iconic symbol of this fucking city. It's because it's big. It's big. It's got letters on the hill. <laughs> uh, over the decades, the Hollywood sign has been altered or vandalized in different ways, most notably in the 70s a lot, uh, as well as a few years back when uh, black fabric and flags were strung up on the gigantic letters in order to make the sign appear as though it said Hollyweed. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there was a stunt yesterday that was performed in much the same vein. Yeah, except not as good as the Hollyweed not sign. Near. The Hollyweed sign looked great. Yeah. Yeah. On Monday of this week, the Hollywood sign was altered with a large tarp made to look like the letter B and another tarp that would make the D look like a B. They didn't do a good job. But that turned the Hollywood sign temporarily into the Holly boob sign. Boiling. (laughs) Uh, Initial reports stated that the people responsible for the stunt were doing so to raise awareness for breast cancer, which is nice. But it turns out they did it because they were pissed at Instagram for censoring her accounts or for nudity or something like that. Yeah. From the LA Times, two social media influencers who managed to make the Hollywood sign read Holly Boob before being arrested on suspicion of trespassing Monday said they did so to challenge censorship on Instagram. One of them, they said, lost millions of followers and part of her livelihood when her accounts were shuttered for nudity. That their son also raised awareness for breast cancer and brought smiles to faces around the world, they said, were bonuses. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you thought they, you, you thought this was about breast cancer awareness. I well, mean, that's good. That, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. 
We're mostly pissed about Instagram uh, banning me because they, of the nudes. They took my titties but, off. But, you know, breast cancer awareness is always important. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, America. And by, and by proxy, the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of boobs, remember when we spoke briefly about that tall woman from the new Resident Evil game? That, the big woman. <laughs> that has everyone online extremely horny? Well, Capcom has released an official statement thanking everyone for that horniness used to market their game. Uh, and they also confirmed a few facts about the character that people online have dubbed Big Mommy Milkers, Blech. who they beg to crush them. Uh, in a post to their official Twitter account, Resident Evil Games tweeted, quote, Your love for Lady Dimit Rescue is loud and clear. Then they followed that up with a statement from the game's art director, Tomonori Takano, who provided the information regarding this character. Most recently, Lady Dimit Rescue and her daughters have received a fair amount of attention, far more than we anticipated. It's great that they're able to take the spotlight as icons of Resident Evil Village. Lady Dimit Rescue especially has received much fanfare, both domestically and overseas, which has made all of us in the development team extremely happy. I hear her height is something of interest. If you include her hat and high heels, she is 2.9 meters, approximately 9 foot 6 inches tall. That's way too big. I don't think so, Elliot. That's, it's just big enough. That is, that is like... That's taller than the ceiling. Yeah. Step on me, please. Uh, and yes, if you're wondering, so, there are there are subreddit, subreddits dedicated to this woman. And they are exactly what you think they are. Yeah. Bonk. But no horny jail for these fans. Oh. The confirmation of her height only furthers their depravity. <sighs> what is that? Nine, nine and a half feet tall? Mm. <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering, yeah, there's... You can find Rule 34 shit all over the place, cosplay. People are really horned up about this Lady Dimitrescu. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's all out there. Probably, probably shouldn't venture further down this path if you wish to retrain any shred of sanity that you've left during this lonely, isolating pandemic. Um, I mean, yeah. God is judging you. <laughs> and he sees all. Yeah. Idle hands are the devil's dingling. Yes. Uh, now, of course, we, we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the most surreal video that we've seen online in the past few days. Truly a work of art, unintentional art. Uh, a woman who is recording herself doing a cardio-heavy dance routine to a bumpin' soundtrack, oblivious to the fact that a military coup is taking place behind her the entire time. Uh, the video is insane, and it's a perfect example of what you would show someone who asked, hey, what was the year 2021 like? Yeah. Uh, according to BuzzFeed News, she is a local physical education teacher who's employed by the country's Ministry of Education. Uh, and, and yes, the video does appear to be completely real and unaltered. This is real, baby. Yes. Yeah, and this is Myanmar, by the way. Which, yes. Uh, you know, we've talked about them a little bit in the past in the context of uh, Facebook maybe accidentally uh, doing an oopsie. Uh, doing an oopsie and causing a genocide there. Yes. Um, but quote, the video was so unbelievable that viewers began to wonder whether she was dancing in front of a green screen. They pointed to the shadow behind the woman, part of which disappears in the video. But it's unlikely the video is fake. A search of the location shows she was dancing on the stairs of a roundabout not far from the Myanmar parliament, which is why the shadow appears to be cut off. Images from the street posted by Bellingcat researcher Eric Toller also confirm the location. So, yeah, I mean, in case you're wondering, I'm going to leave a link to a green screen version of this down below. So you can uh, put the dancing woman in front of any atrocity you want. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, what a wild start to the year. Anyways, happy February. Guys, it's only uh, 12, 13, whatever days till Valentine's. Get those beef hearts.
Do, get get whatever you need to flowers. stay inside. Uh, anyways, watch our most ep- most recent episode of Weekly Weird News over here, as well as a new news dump. And we'll be back with uh, <laughs> an update on Jeff Bezos. Bye. Bye-bye, Bezos. <laughs>